0: Hey everyone, welcome to AV Insider, a show brought to you by Tascam, and of course can be found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, where you can find other shows like AV Insider, similar, different, different hosts, different stylings, different people, different topics, just plain different, not necessarily better or worse, but different. Check them out under ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. And again, the show brought to you by Tascam, Head over to TASCAM.com and check out exactly what I'm talking to you and recording on today with some and products. So if you know me by now, my name is Johnny Moda, the host of your show, AV Insider. Uh, you know that every show I have a special guest and today's no different. Today I have uh, Rob Keeler or Robert Keeler, but I'll let him correct me in a second, who is the VP of sales at Stewart Films Green. Rob,
1: how's it going? Doing well, Johnny. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward yeah. to it.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm glad to, to have you and, and learn about uh, Stuart and share with the listeners. But also, I want to learn about you. So typically, what I like to do is get the story on Stuart film screen or, you know, what it is that Stuart does, offers, produces, and who that's for typically, right? But before we get to that story, I want to know the story about you. So more directly is what, you know, maybe this is your first job in the AV technical or, or <laughs> technology space. Maybe it's your first job ever. I don't know, but any details you would love to share with us, I would love to hear that.
1: Sure, not a problem. Well, I'm I'm definitely a product of the uh, consumer electronics industry. I actually uh, was uh, selling the experience of uh, of audio going way back in the day as I was uh paying for college, so to speak, in San Diego, where I was doing a uh, uh, doing installation of custom car audio, doing doing high end things for celebrities and athletes and and uh, people alike. So uh, uh, that's where I kind of got my start, just uh, having fun selling the experience and installing it. And uh, um, while I was doing that, Pioneer Electronics uh, took uh, took notice of what I was doing. And uh, I uh, I came on board and, and uh, was working both on the car and the home side uh, with Pioneer Electronics. And after a few years, they moved me over to the national account side and and they moved me from sunny San Diego to uh, Minneapolis, where it is uh, winter nine months out of the year, and I hate traveling during the summer. But uh, that's another story. But uh, <laughs> it's 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 definitely been a fun ride. I've I've worked for a number of other companies uh, since uh, since Pioneer moved me out here, and uh, including uh, working for some startups and uh, some computer computer companies as well as. Uh, more stints with, uh, video companies like, uh, Hitachi and, uh, and other, uh, screen manufacturers before, uh, I made the move to, uh, Stewart film screen to oversee, uh, residential sales for, uh, the organization. So it's, uh, it's definitely, I've been selling, I've been selling fun for quite a long time, both, um, on the high end as well as the mainstream side of things. And, uh, I gotta tell you, it's, it's fun talking with customers and being in front of, uh, uh, not only our clients, but uh, end users as well. I've got some really fond memories of uh, of uh, of the stuff that we've done, and uh, it's it's definitely a fun business we have. I mean, we get to sell toys for a living. Yeah. And when did you when did you join Stewart? Uh, actually, pushing two years. It'll be uh, two years this fall, and uh, came on board uh, early November. Um, interesting. Well, ultimately, you know, Stewart's a a 70 year old, uh, well, 71 year old company now. And unfortunately we lost our, uh, our patriarch Grant Stewart, uh, in October, 2015 and Mary Stewart, uh, um, took over, um, as, uh, um, as the namesake and and CEO of the company, founder, uh, CEO of the company. Uh, she, uh, um, you know, dove right in and, and uh, you know, got to work early on, but uh, realized that uh, she wanted some, some help along the way. And she hired uh, a new president, CEO, Shannon Townley, who uh, came on board in June of 16. And then he brought me on board in November of 16 to, uh, to help, uh, help reshape Stewart and, uh, you know, return it uh, to its uh, prominence.
0: Quick, Shannon. He's a great guy. I uh, knew him, you know, his previous gig, and then when he hopped on board with Stewart, I was like, what is going on here? Hello, hi.
1: <laughs> yeah, welcome to, welcome to making changes, right? But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, you know, all said and done, you know, it's, uh, you know, my job is to, uh, you know, leave the company um, in, in good shape for uh, Mary's children who are off at, um, college at this point, so uh, you know, I would imagine, uh, you know, they've worked, they've worked summers at uh, at Stuart, and and they'll continue the family legacy at some point in time. And my job's to uh, make sure that uh, Stewart Film Screens in good hands for them.
0: Cool. Now, um, in terms of products, we, you know, we, we've talked, you know. Uh, a little bit about the story, but in terms of products, what is it that Stewart offers? I mean, the name Stewart film screen, I mean, I imagine film screen, <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah,
1: it certainly connotate the names in the, the products in the name. Uh, yeah, Stewart film screen, uh, I like to say was, uh, born in creativity as, uh, as, uh, Roy Stewart was friends with Walt Disney and, uh, we, uh, Uh, started developing projection screens early on and uh, started doing more and more with a wider variety of of clients, uh, including, uh, you know, many government facilities. And, you know, it's one of those things where you can be creative uh, working with the likes of Disney, but, uh, you know, working for uh, the government, they require a little higher degree of quality. So, uh, um, you know, found in found in creativity and built on uh built on quality from day one so uh but yes we uh we manufacture projection screens from everything from your home theater to in the past movie theaters to command and control locations to um uh you know things like nasa and the apollo control room uh there was a recent uh recent thing where uh where there's they opened up their, uh, NASA opened up their Apollo control room in Houston, and uh, lo and behold, uh, you know, 50-year-old Stewart screens are still being used there. So, uh, a wide audience, um, everything from residential to commercial and everything in between. So, uh, um, we've been known to uh, not only handle the tried and true uh, elements, you know, from a home theater, but uh, also some custom things such as... Um, uh, simulators flight simulators and whatnot where uh, there's a high degree of difficulty in, in creating the uh, the material so it runs the gamut for sure, but uh, definitely known for uh, seeing you know ultimately Every projector that is current gets turned on as good as the projector is it still requires a high-quality screen to see that image And that's where we come into play
0: in terms of the uh, projection screens still out there today since the early stages I was gonna make a joke about saying this is a good time to update the screen but <laughs> I seem to recall that a couple of years back at CDO with the launch of the Phantom Hailer. Hailer? Yes. Hailer. Hailer.
1: Yeah. Hailer. Yeah. High uh, ambient light rejecting. Yep. Hailer.
0: Yes. Um, with that, I, I remember the tagline of 16K, and it may not have been that year, but to my knowledge, uh, Stewart Film Filmscreen with the 16K is more of like a, uh, I don't want to say joke, but kind of like, you know, like kind of razzing in the industry there, but capable of... Of you know 16k but it's been that way since 1947 or 16k pretty, plus I pretty
1: pretty much you know ultimately the best way I can describe it and the way it's told to me you know I'm a, I'm a sales guy and, and I'm the new guy so you know I, I lean on on uh, on the patriarchs of the family and the, and the and the people who've been here for 30 plus years but uh, the way it was described to me is as the filmmakers went from you know, what, 35 millimeter to 70 millimeter film, you know, there was a concern that uh, the resolution and capabilities of that 70 millimeter film was going to be lost um, on the screens. So uh, I guess early, early fifties, mid fifties, when 70 millimeter came out, we were able to uh, prove out and test out and show that uh, the filmmakers that, uh, you know, Stewart screens could indeed give the resolution capability of, of, uh, the 70 millimeter film and, and see it install its glory. Um, you know, you bring up a, an interesting point and, you know, you're starting to see a change, if you will. Um, screens are, are, are in fact, you know, getting better. We still, manu- we're still manufacturing our screens in on our uh, facility in Torrance. Uh, we've got five acres and three plants and we literally make our screens one layer at a time. And, uh, uh, the best way I can describe you know this you 're talking about sixteen k is that start thinking about your screen like like sandpaper you know if you 're buying a, a a budget oriented um, screen where price is more important than picture quality it 's probably the equivalent i mean this is an exaggeration but eighty grit sandpaper you know if you could imagine the 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 bumps and and things because You know, we get these phone calls and and people would would say, you know, things like, you know, I bought a 4K or 4K projector and um, I'm using a UHD player, but my picture looks soft. And, you know, odds are it's probably the screen. You know, it's uh, um, there's something to be said about um, having a quality product that, uh, um, again, as I mentioned earlier, it's ultimately what you're watching when you turn the projector on. So, uh, uh, you know, having the quality of the screen where it can... Uh, accurately uh, portray that higher resolution capability. That's that goes a long way um So just for the sake of of, of this example,
0: um, yeah. and you're saying, you know, the 80, 80 grit sample very high very coarse very uh, Abrasive right so let's just take the the line of the sema series that you offer right more affordable Not your high end. Let's just say that is 80 grit, right where if I looking at like the phantom hailer stuff That's more like 240 grit nice and smooth and very premium
1: yeah, I would. I would put. I would. I believe we've got the SEMA stuff more at 8K, um, and okay, uh, so it's um, like 120 so, grit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, ultimately, you know, we've you've got some longevity certainly with our products as technology rolls. I mean, we'll see. We saw some 8K flat panels this last year. We'll see some more this year, and uh, you know, we'll certainly see some projector advancements. Um, you know, DPIS had their 8K projector going for a while, and. Um, I know they've been, been great partners for us and, uh, I'm using our, our screens to highlight their product. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you bring up an interesting point. You know, we've been, we've been known for high performance screens that, that quite frankly, you know, might be a price a little higher than somebody's willing to pay. I mean, if you're buying a, um, you know, a sub $3,000 projector, do you want to spend, you know, $3,500 on a screen? Somebody may not. You know, granted that my screens in play, I've got twenty plus year old screens out in the field right now, so the ROI is going to be pretty good. But you know, you might be a little reluctant to say I want to spend thirty five hundred. So we've got screens that are you know down sixteen, seventeen hundred dollar price range that uh, are more affordable that uh, still deliver you know high level performance. Granted, they're not the same as say our reference Studio Tech uh, or Ultramat products, but uh, uh, it'll definitely uh, exceed uh, exceed your expectations.
0: Yeah. And just to go back to what you're saying, like on the lower cost stuff. uh, So when I was in integration in, in sales and such, I, I love Stuart, right? You know, we're talking about premium products and I don't like to start at the bottom, um, lower end products because you can't really try and pitch a lower end product and then work where way up to premium quality products. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Right. You got to start with the, the selling, the idea of the experience and what the experience is, quality, perfection and an overall just you know, overall quality right uh, experience the way things should be right if like you were to imagine the way the the engineers and such were were doing sound and, and recording at the studio right you want it to feel as if the the uh the engineers intended so oh, right. Right, so, you, so you start with quality right but obviously like you said Stewart isn't necessarily known for the low-end budget people who can't afford you know, you know, budgetary numbers. So at at one point when SEMA was launched, I'm like, aha, I still have a solution for you within Stewart, right? Without yeah. having to leave your company. I'm like, well, okay. I, I tried to give you something that I know you're going to love forever. And you're not necessarily not going to love the SEMA series forever, but it, it is, it is within your price range.
1: Oh, absolutely. Even people who he, you know, I, so how do I, how do I put this? You know, certainly um, there's lots of examples of lots of different products out there, but I find it interesting when somebody like a retired Dolby executive who knows audio knows video, you know, he's got a high end high tilt theater and you know, he, he wants a screen and, uh, um, you know, he's retired now. So he's got to, you know, keep an eye on some things and he chose to see screen for it. And then. Um, you know, so he's, he's loving that performance and then you get somebody who's, you know, buying a, you know, a, say it's cinematographer for a, for a, you know, familiar movie that we that we all know he's, he's not going to compromise what's so bit. So, you know, he buys a, he's got a, you know, new Barco projector and Kaleidoscape, uh, you know, source. And then, uh, he's got to pair it up with our, uh, studio tech material because as he puts it, he goes, I want my screen as neutral as possible. You know, he's, he's the guy that. You don't want to watch movies with because he'll ruin it for you because he'll notice all the nitpicks that, that you and I wouldn't just gloss over and just try to enjoy the movie, you know? So. <laughs> That's how
0: I am like when I go to a restaurant because of uh, my background with like AV and lighting and stuff. I, I will sit with people and friends and I'm like, why are you looking at the ceiling? I'm like, the lighting in here is terrible. That you yeah. over there? Can can you hear over here? The acoustics in here are terrible. And like, can we just enjoy the meal? I'm like, I'm actually pretty turned off by it right now.
1: Well, it's it's funny you say that because I've got a I've got a similar one. I have friends who uh, will notice when there's a 16 by 9 TV going on and there's letterbox bars top and bottom still on. You know, 16 by 9, say sports content. They're always asking me, "You want me to get the remote for you, Rob?". I'm like, it's not the remote. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bigger problem. But it's funny that they that they know that they know when something's not right themselves. Yeah. The, You know, I'm like, I've done my job of educating you. Thank you. You know?
0: Yeah. And then, and then on the same side with the theater aspect, uh, a lot of my friends won't go to the movies with me because they aren't as picky as me. So like, like, Oh, let's go to the theater over here in Rona park. I'm like, uh, that one's terrible. The center channels out and they're like, excuse me. I'm
1: like the sound in there is
0: terrible. I I know,
1: I know, I know where you're at. I'm familiar with Santa Rosa and uh, Yeah, I'm like,
0: let's go. Yeah, this one on Santa Rosa. And they're like, I don't like this over there. I'm like, everything has just been redone. It's Dolby Atmos. We've got new projection, new screens, way better seating. And it becomes an argument to have a movie with me. And they're just like, "Eh, maybe we're not going to the movie or we are and you're not.
1: Johnny, we might be, we might be similar. My, my wife calls me a snob when it comes to beer and uh, theater. So uh, yeah, she owns, she owns her own business. She's got, uh, you know, via advertising, we've got free tickets to the local theater and it's probably one of the worst I've ever been to. uh, (laughs) I'm like, can I just, I'd rather just wait until it comes out. You know, I can watch it at home, you know? Yeah. I'm like, it'll be fine.
0: We don't, we don't have to go to the theater for that one. At least not that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or I'm willing to drive an hour and a half out into the Valley or something. That might be a little much, but, uh, you know, (laughs) I've done it anyway. Another podcast in general, we could have topics about that forever and ever, but, uh, in terms of Stuart, what's new and shiny with the company?
1: I don't know. i I can I can say all sorts of things. You know, so uh you know, CD is right around the corner. Um actually based on, on timing it uh actually I think um, it just
0: happened. But it, yeah, it just well,
1: happened. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I gotta remember I gotta remember uh this type of stuff. But uh it may have just happened. So uh you would have uh noticed and seen a, a couple things in our booth this year would be when number one would have been a, a redesigned uh uh director's choice. Uh, our flagship product uh we've had for years um, needed to redesign you know people are looking for larger and larger screens and uh, ultimately you know we had a limitation because when Stewart engineers something we tend to over engineer I'd say a little bit you know again you know we're talking about longevity of product and uh, uh, you know we're a little different than others and uh, we'll spend uh, a, a lot more on the on the engineering side to to create that longevity and reliability and and so we've had a big frame um, surrounding the image size for so many years. So this year, uh, you know, we've got three classifications of our director's choice and we're actually going to reduce the, uh, the size of the frame by 75%. Wow. Giving us, Yeah. Uh, I think I haven't done the full math yet, but you know, it's a, you know, a potentially a 30 to almost 40% bigger image size, you know, on the larger screens. And uh, um, like I said, you know, consumers are are looking as projectors get are better. They're looking for bigger screens, and uh, you know, with 4K, you know, you can sit closer or have a bigger screen. Personally, I'd rather have a bigger screen than sit six feet away, but uh, that's another story. But yeah, uh, my neck hurts thinking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I think uh, you know we've you know we're trying to ultimately um, you know I don't want to say reposition, but um, certainly say that. Stewart is your definitive partner for a flagship product um you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of competitive pieces out there but uh you know we will do four-way masking that uh you know mimics what the directors you really want it you know and intend to use i mean we just finished up a, a project for for one director and uh you know he was he you know, ultimately got a, you know, four-way masking screen because he's using that space to do the film editing. I mean, this is a guy you've seen his blockbusters and, uh, having, having that four-way masking allows him to edit the movies in his facility at home, you know, it's home-based facility and, uh, get, you know, get the job done. Um, you know, we do a lot of work with, uh, Hollywood types and, uh, you know, media moguls who, uh, you know, a want the best, but more importantly, want the experience. And really, that goes back to why I'm on board is to to help sell the experience because that's really what we're looking to do, you know. And so our director's choice, our flagship product, will be uh, will be uh, have been showcased and launched. And uh, I'm looking forward to to getting feedback or uh, hearing the feedback from that. Um, I know we've already talked to a few, and and they're already starting to spec it in. So it tells me that we're you know it was long overdue you know to re-, re resize that but uh in addition to that um you know stewart's been a more of a commercial facing um company for so many years and our and our quite frankly our website reflects that uh you know i know you're you probably have it open on your laptop taking a look at it and and we we have we have mandated that it we change it to be more consumer centric mm, okay. so that you know, consumers are doing more and more research on their own, Johnny, you know, and, uh, you know, think about in your own life, you know, if you're about to buy something, you know, you're probably looking up reviews, looking up the website, and we're seeing more, you know, consumers, you know, go and, and ultimately, we want to get them past the first few clicks of of, it, of our website. So, we will have uh, shown um, our sampling of, uh, of the new website that's imminent, um, but, uh, you know, certainly at Cedia, you know, you know, internet's a challenge for some. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to have a working, uh, uh, prototype sample, um, up and, uh, and, uh, dealers and people will be able to, uh, to navigate a little bit anyways and get the feel for, for what we're doing, but we're pretty excited about that. You know, that's, uh, something that, uh, we feel has been sorely lacking. Um, you know, we're, Stuart's a phenomenal and great manufacturer, but, uh, you know, we could always use a little help on the marketing side. So, uh, you know, a new website, uh, is uh, certainly uh, a tool to uh, to uh, do better with with the marketing side of things. And uh, we're looking forward to it. I think our our dealers are as well.
0: You're excited and I'm excited. I'm really <laughs> glad that your company and you and everyone involved has looked at your website. And It's not just necessarily you, but I'm glad that Stuart Film Screen saw the need to be more consumer facing. And not that you're not uh, a company that caters to the residential market because you clearly do, but... I think a big problem in our industry in the technology AV IT technology in general there's too many there's too many there's too much information out there that isn't for the consumer right at the end of the day right. most of this stuff goes to the consumer but not directly yep. and the problem for the consumer is they don't know where to start so what do you do like you said you google some you know some reviews on something that you may know something you may have heard of or you just start typing in random things that you think as a consumer is related to what you're looking for, which isn't necessarily the way to do it. Right. So it becomes really confusing, frustrating, and a lot of the, the puzzle pieces that I think that would help, and maybe you're already doing this uh, with the, the website, is connecting consumers to the right people to install the products, right? So yes. you you, find, you, know, you get them past those clicks and once they become intrigued enough to want to learn more, well, then what, what do they do? Right. They can't, it's not like they can buy this directly because, and we haven't talked about this yet, but to my knowledge, steward isn't, uh, for the end user to buy directly, but rather the integrator. Correct.
1: Correct. So,
0: so once they get to your website, what do they do? Right. So, you know, I, you know, I can see that there, you know, there's contact us this, this, that, and the other, and you probably have to call and get that information. But what if the website? didn't have to make you call. What if you could, you know, find a a local installer in your neighborhood that's certified or or is a dealer or whatever, something to that effect to where, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, Oh, look, you know, there's a, a, a good, um, it's an image of a family watching a movie with Stuart film screen and, you know, learn more or something about how to, how to find someone to get them, pointed in the right direction to learn more about your products.
1: Well, interesting, interestingly enough, Johnny, one of the things that we, we find is that when consumers engage us, um, we, we try to walk them through basically the complete sale process and really determine their needs. I'll give you a recent example that we had two weeks ago where client or end user contacted us, you know, saw our website, he's, he's you know, was, was somewhat familiar with us. And I don't know, we probably spent a couple hours all said and done talking to them. And at the end of the day, I was able to turn them over to the local integrator and say, here's a sale, you know, essentially write it up. I'll build it. I'll ship it. Uh, you and, you know, install it. And, and uh, buy, you know, and here's here's the customer, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, it certainly helps um, dealers when, they've got a deal that's basically pre-sold already that, that, uh, you know, my, jo- my, my ultimately my job for dealers is, is to help them make money. Um, you know, I know you have a wide audience. So I'll speak to the dealers in this particular second here. Yeah. You know, I, I do it three ways. You know, the idea is that I sell them a product that they can make some money on. I sell them a product that's high quality because as soon as they have a truck roll or a problem that eats into profitability really quick and then save them time. Time is money. And it's the one thing you can't get back, Johnny. You know, I mean, well, you know, if, uh, you know, if you're spending your wheels, you are spinning your wheels, you're losing time, you're losing money. So ultimately, if I can make it easier for our integrators and our dealers to, to do business, you know, that helps them at the end of the day. And, uh, exactly. you know, You know, people look to do business with companies that make it easy, um, respect what they're doing under trying to understand what their business is like. Um, you know, there's a lot of dealers. I don't, I don't know their business. That's where I use our reps to, to, I'll say, you know what, you know, I use your judgment because you guys, you're in there all the time. You know, I see them at trade shows. I talk to them via email or, or phone call from time to time, you know, and, and, you know, for some I'll, you know, we'll have a, a meal or a drink, you know, but, uh, you know, we use a, a rep network that, uh, works directly with the integrators and, uh, um, you know, we, we value that relationship. And at the end of the day, you know, also if the dealers have a problem, they know who they can call. You know, I have no problem taking those, you know, those calls that might be a little challenging for some because it gives me an opportunity to to solve a problem, you know. And, you know, another thing is, you know, as many products as I sell, Johnny, you know, I sell solutions, you know, and uh, um, I'm here to to help them because if they're not successful, I'm not successful, you know. And, I like to be successful, so I'm here to help.
0: <laughs> and I'm glad you're here to help. In terms of the education aspect, I, I know obviously you know your your dealers get educated, but when we talk about consumers again, I just want to touch on that lightly. Sure. And not, not to bypass the the integrators because they are very important. The ones out there uh, designing, installing, and making these systems work completely. <laughs> but in terms of education for the um, the end user, to save time, right? because i think a lot of frustration with people is they are pitched a solution and you know it, it either gets sold or doesn't but a lot of it uh, of the time there could be could uh, could be eliminated in educating the consumers as well because you know they have no idea what we're talking about when you give them these types of solutions they just see a number essentially
1: at the end They're like
0: well what am yeah. i
1: getting yeah oh no that's a big and that's a big part and you know that's where the the site has to be In a format that's easily digestible. Uh, You know, I think think you said that earlier, it's easy to get information overload. And, uh, you know, we sell, you know, dozens of products that screen materials. But, you know, really it boils to me, sometimes for the consumer, it boils down to five different materials. I've got you know, a reference, I've got a reference with some gains. So if you're looking, you know, for a larger screen or you've got a weaker projector, you know, I might select that one. I've got two, you know, I've got a couple choices for ALR, you know, one general purpose and one high ambient light. Mm-hmm. And then I got the value equation with SEMA. So, uh, uh, you know, there might be some variance, but, uh, you know, if I can make it simple, you know, for the consumer, it makes it so much easier for everybody involved. And I think you're right. You know, Digestible and easy information for the consumer to digest helps make it easier.
0: Definitely, I mean, as technology advances, it's just getting more and more complicated. I mean, people, uh, consumers now. I mean, obviously, growing up are sort of born with technology these So maybe it's getting easier, but as it advances, there, I think that they still feel a little confused by what it is that they're getting at the end of the day. And you, Stuart Filmscreen, updating your website to sort of alleviate some of that process and educate. The consumer side, it definitely, I think, expedites the process between uh, the point of sale and the and everything that comes before that.
1: Yes. Yep. Yes, it does.
0: So, in terms of shows, which we didn't really talk about, I don't think yet. Uh, I know because I've seen you at these shows. But what types of trade shows can the integrators, going back to them, uh, can we meet you, see you, uh, your team, get you know, kick the tires, if you will, and get some demos? Uh, you know, it, it's always nice. I feel strongly about attending trade shows one because you get to see your sales reps, see the team there, uh, get a little FaceTime with uh, Shannon or yourself and, uh, and really just get to know the company and, and get some more just FaceTime, I think is really important. Right. So
1: I, I couldn't agree with you more, Johnny. I mean, I think these, you know, these trade shows, you know, I remember growing up with my dad and going to his trade shows, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I think that it's really important. I know integrators and people are busy and and struggle to find time you know to make these shows, but you know there's a easy you know, vendors are always showing off something new. you have a chance to talk with maybe the product manager who you know doesn't go out in the field but is actually at the show who who's an expert on the product you've got uh, senior executives as well as other ex- you know people on the team like my inside sales team they'll be at the show you know they'll be at CEDIA so uh, you know an infocom type stuff so yeah. um you know so the guy that you're talking to on the phone is is you can put a face to name and it's really important to build those relationships and i think dealers should should absolutely take advantage of of these types of events we participate in not only Cedia, um, but ISE um, in Europe, as well as Infocom. Hmm. And uh, additionally, on the residential side, uh, I've, I've wholeheartedly partnered up with uh, um, uh, Mark Tchaikovsky and, and Frank White and their tech summits that have uh, gone gone on across the country. Um, they recently were purchased uh, by Cedia. So, uh, we might see some changes uh, um, in that in that process. But it's a It's a regional venue that uh, all the various reps in the geographic area get together and and bring in their uh their uh, their vendor partners and uh, you know anywhere between three to five hundred dealers will show up or people from dealers will show up and get a chance to uh to talk with us um, you know sometimes the demos might not be what we want them to be, but uh, the point is that uh, you know they have a chance to uh to talk about future projects or ask questions or maybe, you know, get an understanding of what new products may be. So, yeah. you know, in addition to the majors, you know, I, I wholeheartedly support these local regional shows as well. We've got, uh, you know, New York and New Jersey coming up. We've got one in, uh, Arizona, you know, in, uh, the last week of August, October. Uh, so my calendar's filled. Um, and of course, um, you know we participate in uh, buying groups, and there 's a couple buying group events that will happen uh, this year as well in the, the back half of this year so uh, um, I think those events i 'm not taking a screen or projector i think i 'm just going to take my laptop and uh, and monitor and show off our new uh, new website so uh, might be a little different than in the past, but uh, you know it 's still a great way to uh, to interact and and you know i 've even seen consumers come you know uh, you know integrators will bring a, a i remember a, a situation last year where I was partnered up with Barco and Kaleidescape, and customer came in and with the integrator, and we ended up doing a, a twenty-minute demo using uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia on escape And uh, you know, after about twenty minutes, the, the gentleman basically goes, to "Integrator, wrap it up." And he's like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean?" He goes, "I'll take it." And he's like, "What do you That's mean, sold. I'll take it?" Yeah, exactly. Sold all three pieces. One. Yeah. You know, I mean, that integrator just had a one hundred twenty thousand dollars sale that j- that just happened over twenty minutes. So. Uh, you know the shows are very productive for everybody, and and yeah, basically I you know really Johnny, what you get in, what you get out of, it's really what you put into it. You know, if you're just walking the hallways looking, you're not going to see much. You know, you got to, you know, spend time to, you know, look at the vendors you do business with, and look at vendors you don't don't do business with. There's exactly there's, there's solutions all over the place. You know, um, you know, uh, you know, new cable solutions this year, video distribution. Um, you know, is going to be a big thing. Obviously, you know, voice control is, is probably going to be a little more prevalent this year than in years past. Um, so here's, a, here's your chance to see the creativity of what people um, are offering to make ultimately our lives easier because, you know, all said and done, Johnny, you know, integrator's job is to teach people um, new things that they didn't know existed the moment they crossed that threshold into the business. So, uh, you know, it's a, great, it's a great tool for everybody involved
0: yeah no. so going to like I said bringing like a, a consumer or customer to a trade show isn't something that happens as much as you know the integrators but i like you said you know i've seen it and i've seen people do it as well and up until that point i never really thought about that honestly and i always thought like what a great sales tool but not only a sales tool a great educational tool for the consumer or potential potential buyer for yep. something that they were they're looking at because it's uh, in my previous job, I was in a very large, uh, 4,000 square foot showroom that was fully automated with, you know, systems in every room and it, it went through, you know, commercial to residential and different applications. And so with my friends and such and other people, when I tell them or used to tell them what I did for a living as an integrator, they were just be like, what does that even mean? And right. I explained right. it and they would still be like, I have no clue. So when you would you know go to the showroom and you would just push a single button or go into a room and things would just happen automatically because of the sensors, then it would start to click in like, Oh, now I get what you're saying. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, even, even in my house, you know, I've got limited voice control and I've got some limited automation, but uh, you know, you know, when the shades drop, the lights dim and I didn't do anything but, you know, press a button or, you know, say a command uh, and uh, you know, You know, people like floored. You know, it's the movie's ready to start, and they've barely settled into their chairs. Yeah, some some of them are unnerved, but uh, you know, they look at it and they're like, "Oh wow, motorized shades." I'm like, "Yeah," and they're also timed so that uh, you know they're open and closed at certain times of the day where where appropriate. So uh, you're like, "You can do that?" I'm like, "Absolutely." I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's very few things that you can't do. So uh, right, that's that's where these uh, these events and these and the demos I. You mentioned the, you know, 4,000 square foot demo room. I, I, you know, I, I wholeheartedly believe that dealers should have some sort of, of demo, you know, venue. I mean, it doesn't have to be elaborate, but, uh, it's you know, something. And, just and something there, there's definitely a,
0: a, a pro and con for what you just said, because I, oh, I, yeah. a lot of people like in, in London and they would 100% absolutely disagree with you. I'm like, well, okay, I don't agree with you there. But at the same time, it, it's really hard to sell systems these days, right? It, it, especially right? when they're we we'll talk about like these premium types of products and and the the concept of automation integration doesn't really click in until you get you know I can put the the control into your hand you can go touch the touch panel you can give the room and pick your flavor of voice control whatever you prefer and and have it do a series of commands based on what you tell it to do and I'm not doing anything you're now in control and when these things start to happen their eyes light up and things start clicking like oh wow I didn't realize what was possible and then at that point you know going back to the trade show and bringing a consumer there then they really start to like understand what's possible because at the end of the day when people ask me a loaded question like what does it cost to automate my home and i just throw out a (laughs) number like i don't know 10 million dollars and they go what like well it really depends you know we have to talk about products and, and scope of work build materials what is it that you want and typically they have no idea what they want and so you have to you kind of have to build this idea with them together to agree upon what it is that they're looking for, because I don't want to over-engineer something for you, especially if you don't want or need that.
1: Right. Well, you'll hear me say ad nauseum, price is what you pay, value is what you get. And if you don't value it, there's no amount of money that, you know, you can cheapen it that it's going to, that they're going to buy it on. So, you know, being able to, to showcase why, you know, like, like you said, you know, cost 10 million. All right. Well, you know what, maybe it's, maybe it's 50 grand. Like, well, I was only thinking like 5,000, you know, but 5,000 only gets you X, Y, and Z. You know, if you want the whole alphabet, you know, it's going to, it's going to cost a bit more and you show them the value. And, you know, it's, you know, I'll give you another example in my own life in that, you know, as I changed out my theater, I, had a radical change and, and I, you know, I'm at a stage in my life where I joke with my wife. I'm like, I got to sell something to buy something new. So, <laughs> I, you know, I sold off my stereo stuff, you know, my theater stuff. And, and, uh, I said, you know, Hey, I want to change it out. I want to do Dolby Atmos. This was what, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, do- you know, how do I describe that to my wife? So I took it, took her to an integrator who had a effective Atmos demo. And literally we showed, I showed her the, uh, the leaf and uh, leaf demo and, and the broken clip, unbroken clip. And she's like, Oh, I get it. I get why you, I get why that. Cause you know, we've had, I've had a theater. My, my kids are 21 and 18 and we've had a 106 inch or bigger screen since they were born. So, you know, there we've Bucky. had, the theater. yeah, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> my, my son moved out and he's like, so dad, you got any extra parts? <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know um, yeah, it, it comes
0: with the rent every month,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, but you know, so we've always had a the theater, and so everybody in the family knows knows surround sound to some degree, you know okay, and uh, you know, now that I was able to showcase Dolby Atmos, you know there's another thing too, Johnny, I mean, you know what's the largest t v in our integrator cell I mean a lot of them will say hundred or eighty five inch. You know, and I started thinking, I'm like, how many Dolby Atmos systems are you going to sell with an 85 inch flat panel? You know, yeah, maybe one or two, a few, but how many are you ultimately going to sell when you're, when you're pitching 140 inch two piece projection? I mean, pretty much every day, all day, you know, and, uh, you know, all said and done, it goes back to the experience. And, you know, again, that's what I'm here to promote the, the experience. I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch a movie in my theater with my buds, you know, or a family than, than go to movie theater. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I've heard the experience. I'd rather, I'd rather watch it at your house, Rob, you, you know, or, you know, Super Bowl. you know, the big games on, if you will. And, and they're like, so Rob, you, um, hosting this year again, you know, so, uh, you know, nobody wants to watch it on their 50 inch, you know, if, if, if a uh, you know, 140 is available, you know, so.
0: To go back to the example that you just had given, uh, an at home theater with a, uh, projection screen versus like a 108 inch or, uh, or sorry, 85 inch to hundred <laughs> yeah. plus inch TV or um, yeah. in a home theater, you know, we talk about the, t- the two of those and then obviously they can range based on brand. But sure. the, the thing that I used to always tell people, um, what was this? This is a CD many, many years ago. And I can't remember the, I think it was Panasonic. It introduced like 152 inch plasma, plasma TV. Yeah. And it was 4k. And at the time they were showing not 4k images, of like some Monet's or something like that. And, you know, I read a little blog, or blog article about, oh, you know, that's great, but if you can't put projection onto it or, or we can't put content to it, what's the point, right? Right. So at the end of the day, that TV far surpassed the cost of what I could, you know, like a Stewart uh, film screen projector. The TV at the time was a half a million dollars and that didn't include the trucking service or the mount for the TV to get it on the wall to get it in there. So that was a nope. separate item. But the the homeowner on this project did not care. He said, I, you know, I just want the biggest TV that is out there today because I want to say that I have that. And like, or <laughs> I could get you a projection screen. That's going to last many, 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 many years to come and far surpass the quality of this TV that's out there now. That'll probably be discontinued in two years Yep. and save you, I don't know, $450,000. Um, so I just kind of threw him a number and he and still was kind of like, eh, no, I just want the TV. I'm like, okay, well you're, in this case you're not listening to common sense and i could still get you better quality in a bigger projection you know at you know if you're limited you know, just cuz you're saying you want the biggest tv on the market let's talk about what you really are looking for and at the end of the day he just wanted the biggest tv on the market
1: well and and you know what johnny that's you know from a sales perspective you know we got 2 ears, 1 mouth. that's when i stop stop talking listen and take his money you yeah know? i mean that's uh, not to but a, not to put a too fine a point on it you know, you, you sometimes have to go with what the consumer is looking, looking to do. You can educate them, you know, to show them alternatives. But at the end of the day, they're going to spend their money on what they want to spend money on. And, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, um, you know, if you're the integrator and you're still selling it and installing it, you know, I'll, I'll take it, you know? Um, you know, I mean, I even see that. I even see that now, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I tell people, I'm like, you know what, I, if you're within 10 feet of the wall, you know, go buy a flat panel. Um, but if you're 10 feet and beyond, I can give you a much better solution for, for uh, a very economical and high performance, uh, manner. So, uh, um, teach his own, um, you know, again, it's, uh, all said and done. I go back to the thing I'm saying a lot is I sell the experience. I sell fun. Yeah. Well, at the end of
0: the day, he, like I said, he wanted that TV. We tried to get it for him. It didn't work because he was on the second story. The roof was on. It was too big for the window. Couldn't get it in. So we, you were film screen at the end of the day. Oh, there we go. There it we was go. Fine. So yeah. <laughs> if you just listened to a younger Johnny who knew what he was talking about, <laughs> you we know, could have saved you some time and money, but you know what? Whatever you wanted what um, when you wanted and we try to give it to him and it didn't work, but we got him something else that I tried to give to him anyway. Quality. There you go. Um, so what would you say is next for Stuart? I always feel like that you're making so many advanced advancements in the company and the screen projection, the framing, the quality is just getting better. The overall aesthetics of your products are getting better, increasing, um, I just feel like they are doing so much already. Like what could possibly be next for the company, right? Just better refinement of the, the current product offerings.
1: Well, I think, I think that is part of it. Um, form factor um, is, is always a big one. And uh, you know, how the, how the screen gets deployed. Um, one of the nice things about our phantom material is, and, and our other ALR options uh, is that we can roll them up. We can perf them uh, so that, uh, you know when we start talking to designers and architects who are really focused on design aesthetics you know we don't have to interfere i mean it's kind of funny how in our world you know we compete against the high end kitchen appliances and and in many cases our audio gear far surpasses any cost that uh, might be associated with with uh, you know a refrigerator or, or a range you know i mean turntables are fifteen, thirty thousand 30,000 plus you know, you've got, uh, you know, speakers that are, are pieces of art, you know, in addition to creating sound. Um, but there's a, there's a disdain for having that visible. And uh, I think that's where, uh, you know, certainly form factor comes into play. Um, being able to, um, you know, make it easier for, you know, um, installation, make it easier for installers, make it easier for, um, um you know, stealth applications, thing like that. I think it all boils down to Johnny is, is, is changing form factors. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing. I mean, we still make our materials in, uh, in torrents. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we take great, great pride in, uh, you know, the high quality of the material and, and the size and, that we can produce. And, uh, you know, like I said, consumers are looking for bigger. So, uh, you know, we can, we can continue to do that, but, uh, all said and done, Johnny, I think we're, you know, form factors is, is still going to be, uh, you know, what's going to be driving product decisions in the future. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that kind of brings me towards the ends of my questioning. Is there anything that you feel like we should mention that we haven't already?
1: Well, one of the things I'd love to is in fact, uh, hopefully people saw it at uh, the Barco booth at, uh, at studio at, at Cedia. Uh, um, we have a product called Gemini and, uh, if I were to say, Johnny, I watch TV and I let me rephrase that. If I watch movies and football, you know, what's the difference what are the differences? Um a lot of people will tell me aspect ratio and, and while that's an answer, the the right answer is ultimately lighting condition. You know, if I'm watching a movie, uh, I'm watching it in the dark. Um the movies typically two three five, two four oh, and uh um you know, that's the case for watching a movie. Whereas if I'm watching football, you know, I'm usually watching it with family or friends. Um, the lights are all on. So, you know, I need a, and of course 16 by nine. So we've got a product with Gemini and that gives us literally the best of both worlds in that we've got our studio tech or, you know, reference Matt white screen as the, two four O. Um, screen. Hmm. And in the, in the chassis, there's a second material role. And on that second roll is our phantom or firehawk or gray mat for that matter. Any of our ALR choices that when deployed gives you the ability to, uh, to watch, uh, uh, you know, watch a watch a show, watch TV with the lights on without any, without any degradation. Cause we know reference white, uh, doesn't look so referenced when you turn the lights on. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's where, uh, that's where ALR is coming to play. I mean, I mean, what was it it's been 20 years since stewart launched the alr category with with greyhawk and then went a little further with firehawk so uh um you know it's um it's been a long time so so gemini gemini is going to be at barco um paired up with i believe one of their 237 projectors and that's another thing i mean i love what what barco's doing and and really a lot of our partners um there's some innovative product out there. Um, we're also, uh, partnered up with, uh, the likes of, uh, Epson and Rava. So, uh, hopefully dealers got to see, and people got to see the, uh, the rate, the Reva, um, theater, um, at Cedia. Um, I know they've got, uh, some high-end stuff going on in there too. So, uh, I can't, I can't wait to see that one myself. So, uh, um, you know, we're, the nice thing about uh, being a screen manufacturer is I can be like Switzerland. I can play nice with just about everybody. So, <laughs> um, you know, we, uh, we'll use a DPI product, uh, in our booth and, uh, um, you know, we're, we're in a variety of places. Um, so, you know, having to, you know, um, I don't know, again, we get energized when, when people are, are showcasing and pushing the industry a little bit further. So, uh, you know, it's, we never want to rest on our laurels and, uh, our partners help keep us in check. So that's awesome. Uh, any final thoughts or final words? You know, ultimately, you know, again, uh, you know, Stewart is, is well known for his custom nature. Um, but we also do uh, a significant amount of standard sizes and, and the fact that we've got, you know, 70 years of experience can help dealers overcome any concern or fear over two-piece projection. You know, I think some cases we, you know, if we take the easy way out, um, sometimes there is a little bit more work involved and, and just know that, that Stuart film screen is, is right there beside you standing right there in that ditch, uh, you know, helping you out. Um, you know, you don't have to go out, have to go it alone. Um, we're here to, to be of service and, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here to help everybody else look good. You know, as much as I can do that, I will. And we will, you know, we've got a great, great knowledge base. We've got a great inside team and, you know, we've got guys that are part of the team for 13 plus years. And, uh, you know, you can't buy that level of experience. You got to earn it. And, uh, I think that, uh, Stuart, uh, um, you know, certainly has some has some things that we need to uh, adapt to and, and uh, evolve on. But uh, just just know that, uh, you know, we have that level of experience and we're willing to share that with you.
0: Well, I uh, thank you very much for your time today, Rob. I appreciate it. And for anyone that didn't get the gist of today's show, Stuart from Screen is... 16 plus K compatible, future proof, if you will, since 1947, producing premium quality film projection for commercial and residential applications is at least the story that I'm hearing. And (laughs) sounds uh, about right. Right. So something more more along that lines there. And, uh, for anyone who didn't catch the website, you should probably just start with this. Just head over to Stuart film com. That's Stuart S T E W A R T. FilmScreen.com, stewardfilmscreen.com check out a little bit of everything and uh, by the time you hear this i believe the website will be updated to be a bit more consumer friendly <laughs> poke around learn a little bit take a little on education and understand what what types of uh of materials there are why you need them and why we have different types of materials for daylight and darker settings mm-hmm. there is a lot of education in there and i know it's it's really easy to go overload on stuff, so you know, take it in, 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 in stride. And and um, I'm sure there's some information regarding contact us. But if anyone wants to contact Rob, uh, is there a best way to do that, or should they just go to your website
1: and go under the contact? You know what? If, uh, you know what? I have I have no problem releasing my uh, my, my uh, email if you're okay with that. So yeah, um, of course. It's, it's R Keeler at stuartfilmscreen com. That's R K E E L E R. At stuartfilmscreen.com. Love to hear from you. Love to help you out on your next project and, uh, um, you know, ultimately help the client have a fun experience watching a large screen.
0: <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to send a little spam <laughs> to our <healer. laughs> Email.
1: There, there we I'm go. Out. Yeah, I can see it now. My spam filter is going to get a little more worked out now. <laughs> my my, my IT is going. I can see it as he's listening. No, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, again, thank you so much for your time. Again, everyone who is listening, if you're interested in becoming a dealer, learning more about the products, just educating yourself, everything Stuart Film Screen, head to the website, StuartFilmScreen.com. But if you're more of a social person like myself and you want to interact with them via social media, Check them out on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Stuart Film screen They're on Twitter. It's at Stuart Filmscreen. And if you Google them on YouTube, you can find it. It's a really, really long uh, URL. So you can just yeah, Google a, a Stuart Filmscreen on YouTube if you're more of a visual person and you want to get some demos. You get to see Shannon talk about the, the company and their legacy and what's to come uh if anyone has any questions regarding the show you want to send me love mail or hate mail or whatever it is that you want to send me no spam please you can email me personally at johnny joh at ravepubs.com send me some inquiries tell me you love the show you want to be on the show you want to talk technology AV, IT, and everything in between or any other buzzword in our industry today IOT, whatever, AV over IP, whatever, whatever we're going with these days, send me an email and uh, we can hash it on the show. I'd love to hear from you. Again, no spam, please. I want to talk about technology. I want to educate the consumers, the integrators, the architects and designers of the world, because at the end of the day, what we really need to do is start putting these systems in place from the design phase. So let's educate everyone together. Um, and for me personally, if you want to connect on social media, it's pretty much just at J for Johnny, and my last name, Mota, M-O-T-A, the number three, at moto 3 Pretty much everywhere online, with the exception of Snapchat, which is AV underscore Insider, that moto 3 on Snapchat is a imposter. Don't follow them. You'll get lost. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. This has been AV Insider, of course, brought to you by Tascam. And the show itself, again, can be found at RavePubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, along with many, many other shows and podcasts and different hosts and different topics, uh, from different aspects, from different age ranges. We have millennials or millennial Z, my, my friend, Victoria Brella, who we like to call the millennial Z because she's a little bit of both and, you know, check us out. Let us know what you think. Again, you have my email, Johnny at raypubs.com. Everyone, this has been AV Insider. Thank you for listening. Rob, thanks again for your time.
1: Oh, thanks, Johnny. It was a blast. Look forward to it again.